What's up, witches, and welcome to Witch Space. I'm Gemini. And I'm Scorpio. And it's Scorpio season, baby. And we're going to talk at length about Scorpio and Scorpio season. But first, I would like to just give a big shout out to Helen Lynn, who reached out to us at our email, witchspaceco at gmail.com, to tell us the correct pronunciation of Mabon. Um, is that it? It's yeah, Mab that's on? it. It's Mabon. Oh, like thank Mab you so much, Helen. On. Okay. Helen speaks Welsh. Oh, fantastic. So she reached out and said, from the original Welsh, it's like Mab, like grab, or I immediately ah, thought like Queen of the Fairies. Right, right, yes, Queen Mab. So for future reference, and for me for the rest of my life, I'm going to try my hardest to say Mabon, because that is the Mab-on. correct way to say it. Well, thank you. Oh, this is great, yeah. And if you would like to correct us or... Let us know how you feel about our podcast. You can reach out to us at witchspaceco at gmail.com or on our Instagram via the DMs, witchspaceco. Thank you so much to all of you for listening. And thank you again, Helen, for reaching out and giving us the correct pronunciation. Yeah, that's super cool. You ready for this? Oh, I'm ready for this. So first, let's talk about, I mean, I think everybody knows this holiday. Yeah. What do you know about it? What is it? Um, I know that in America, we call it pumpkin spice. Okay, so I sent her this meme <laughs> about all the different pronunciations of sarin, and um, and of course it says that in America it's called pumpkin spice. It kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah. Um, um, so it's it's Halloween. Halloween is Halloween, one, yeah. the night uh, October thirty first, right? And it's the opposite of Beltane. I'm not even answering these anymore. You should know everything at this point. Am I right though? Maybe. She's say it. I'm the worst. You are the worst. <laughs> We've been doing this so that you don't have to ask me any more questions. I am not answering Yeah, so until December 31st, you have to answer my questions. So October 31st, Sauron, Mm -hmm. um, Greater Wiccan Sabbath. This is the last of the Harvest Festivals. There's three festivals, Harvest Festivals, that is, and this is the last one. Uh, Some say the origin of the name is Old Irish, meaning summer's end. And others say, no, that it comes from a Celtic word that means assembly. Um, some people, some Celts believe that November 1st is the Celtic New Year, mm-hmm. but there's something more. There is Kalan Gaev, which in Wales is November 1st, and Nos Kalan Gaev is the 31st. Like the eve of. Yes. And basically, um, it's the, yeah, it's the night before, and we're talking about the first day of winter is Kalan Gaev, okay. November 1st, which we always think of as the winter solstice. But in an old Welsh tradition, no. It was November 1st was okay. the first day of winter. So it's kind of interesting because I feel that different pagans will see Sauron as something different. Is it a new year? Is it the end of, you know, is it the beginning of winter? Yeah. You know, is it just the end of the harvest? So... I feel like everybody gets in on this holiday because everybody we has all something. Want a piece, yeah. yeah, everybody's so it's it's a it's a fun one. And then of course you have Halloween, and you know, my I can't decide whether I love or hate a lot of the commercialization of witch things and everybody you know being a slutty witch for Halloween. I don't know. Anyway, rituals for Sauron. Do you know of any? Um, I mean, do you know what would be appropriate? I know that Samhain is, like, the veil is thinning, so you can do, like, divination and, and possibly, like, reach out to the other side. Yeah, actually, the, ve- the veil has started to thin already. So on October 15th, the veil begins to thin. Okay. And then it's at its peak. It's at its thinnest 
on the 31st. And then it's still thin up until about November 10th when it kind of closes. So for people who are worried, oh my God, I'm not going to get home or I can't do something. No, no, no. Still, still good. You could still do something, you know, up until the 10th. Just know that it is at its thinnest on the 31st. I was reading the Ferrars yesterday for this project that we're working on. Yes. That people will hopefully see in December, but I'm not going to talk anymore about. Okay. But as I was reading the Ferrars, they were saying how it's better in Wicca to be late than to be early mm. because the energy of the holiday peaks on the holiday. So yes. you want to like ride that wave yes. as opposed to like having like a lesser amount of energy from trying to do before it. Absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. If you're going to do something, I mean, even our coven, we're getting together after yeah. that day because it's a Thursday and, you know, we're all adults that are. Yeah. Well, you know, we're all like adults. Yeah, kind of like, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's just as good. So, yeah. So it's a time for remembering and honoring loved ones, ancestors, um, you know, on my altar, I have a picture of my grandmother and my great-grandmother on, with their altar. Oh, wow. And I put that on my altar on this time. Um, oh, my God. I feel a little choked up, like, even talking That's, like, about so it. That's, so cute. Oh, my God. I didn't think that would happen. But, yeah, I mean, it's a time. Talk to your ancestors. Talk mm-hmm. to people. They're there. They're always there. Um, and we know that. You know, we work with this energy. So this is a time to really, you know what, uh, in other ceremonies, we thank the gods or we thank other. This is a time to thank the people that were there before us, people who we work with, people that we know are always with us. Um, It's a great time for that. Um, So that's what you can do. It's also a time to release bad habits, any kind of banishing, obviously divination because, yeah. Yeah. Um, Candle magic, mirror spells, clearing obstacles, uncrossing. Hey, make a besom. You know what I mean? Because you can clear out energy with that. So it's a great time to do all of those things. Plants would be like apple, cedar, elder, chestnut. Can you eat any of that? Yes, I can. And chestnut praline latte is the only thing that I love after pumpkin spice lattes. So very excited for that. Colors are black, brown, gold, orange, red, silver, stones, amethyst, bloodstone, cat's eye, carnelian. Um, For incense, like any kind of alone or blended, you could do like cedar, cinnamon, Mm -hmm. eucalyptus, animals. Come on. What do you think? My immediate thought is bats and black cats. Yes. Cool, cool, Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> cats, bats, owls, the ram, uh, the crow, the banshee, the scorpion. Oh, wow. Who's surprised? Yes. No one. Gods and goddesses. We're looking at crone and gods of death. Um, Ekate, um, Persephone, and Demeter. Love them. Yeah. We've also got, you know, for symbols, apples, autumn mm-hmm. flowers, acorns, and yeah, the bat, the black cat, all of that, which, you know, is so funny because when you think about what's being sold at your local drugstore, yeah. but a lot of it is is true. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much Saren. Um, I love the holiday, not just because it's Scorpio. Okay. Well, I just a think, lot because it's Scorpio season. Well, I just love Scorpio season. There's yeah. not a scorpion that doesn't like Scorpio season, so... So that's it. So it's just, it's it's exciting. And I also like it because I feel like everybody gets in on this one. Everyone yeah. gets in on Yule as well, you know? Yeah. But everyone gets in on this. And especially even like, again, reading through the Ferrars, like there are a lot of holidays that coincide with sort of this Halloween-y time. Like Christians yeah. have All yes. Hallows. Yes. You also have Day of the Dead. Absolutely. You also have like the Eleusinian Mysteries, which is Hellenic. All right. of these things really heavily overlap 
in Samhain and in Yule. So that's, it's nice to see, like, no matter what you worship or whatever culture you're in, there's a, there's something that we can all relate to. Yeah, it is nice. It's a nice, like, oneness oh, sure. of the world. I'm making a... This, yeah. Okay, technically... She's doing a little dance. I'm not really sure what this I'm is. I'm doing the you... sign language okay. for class. Oh, okay. But it's... I'm the world. The I world. only know a little bit of sign language. Oh, okay. So, everybody. I know even less than that. They're all bad words. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, we can't demonstrate. No, it's we can't. Yeah, it's not going to help. <laughs> um, to celebrate Scorpio season... Yes. We are going to do a little interview. I'm going to ask you 13 questions about yourself and your practice, and... Hopefully you'll have some answers for us. Okay, this is exciting. It's funny because when I did this for you for Gemini season, I was panicking. You were so nervous. I was so nervous. And I was like, "Why are you nervous?" And now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, "Oh God, I have no idea what you're gonna throw at me." So yeah, this should be interesting. It's, is it nerve wracking to be in the opposite seat? Are you a little bit nervous? At I'm least? a little bit nervous. Oh, thank God. Yeah, because you know, I, I want to answer honestly, but I just hope I have answers for all these. You don't hit me with something. I where think I go, there's I don't only know. one question that you might be like, oh, "I don't really know." Okay. I think the rest of them you're gonna have like takes. All right, cool. So question number one, just to sort of introduce us, how long have you been practicing and how has your practice changed over that time? So, okay, that's kind of a weird question because it's like, as a Wiccan, how long have I been practicing? I guess technically since college. Okay. But that's when I realized, and I mentioned it in the Farrar episode, my family doesn't call themselves witches. They don't call themselves this. So yeah, how long have you been practicing Wiccan? Practicing Wiccan since college. Okay. And has your Wiccan practice changed at all since you started in college? Absolutely. Because in the beginning, I felt, okay, I have to do this very traditionally, you know, like mm-hmm. read Buckland, read Cunningham, read what I can get my hands on, and be very much and leave anything else that I may have known, um, specifically relating to my culture. Got it. Leave that to the side because I have to be Wiccan. And I think what I've done... When I, I don't know, this is probably the last seven years or so Mm -hmm. where I've said, no, I know how to do this stuff and I'm going to keep doing it. And a lot of it also came when I was challenged on things. Mm -hmm. When I, you know, when I would speak to Wiccans who would say, you can't do it that way. And I'd go, you know what? I get results. So Mm -hmm. shut up. Okay. So really, you know, we've talked about it. I do consider myself a hereditary witch. Um, but Wiccan since college. Okay. And so then my next question is, of course you are a resident Wiccan, but you have all these other things that you incorporate. Right. Can you describe for us a little bit about what those hereditary practices are and how you incorporate them into your life? Okay. So um, on my mother's side, there are Santeras. Mm -hmm. So it's the way they worship. I mean, how do I explain this? It's some of the offerings that they do some of the beliefs that they have, um, like how to get somebody to leave your house, you know, just like Mm -hmm. bizarre little things like that, um, that I used to just say, okay, I can't do this, or I can't use certain things or certain stones or certain objects that are related to Santeria. I can't use in my practice. And I don't believe that anymore. Got it. Um, then on my father's side, what you have, and I said it wrong the first time because I was translating literally. I think on our first podcast, mm-hmm. I said I was a spiritist. Yeah. And 
Then I looked that up afterwards <laughs> because I know there's also a spiritualist. Right. And I'm like, which one did I say? And then I went, oh my God, I'm neither of those things. I was never any of those oh, things. Oh, wow. Yeah. So now I have to backtrack and say- Cool. So what are you? <laughs> I don't know. So I'm going to tell you the name of it in Spanish, and then I'm going to do the translation from one of the books- so that, and then I'll explain it. Okay. So in Spanish, is la Escuela Magnética Espiritual de la Comuna Universal. Okay. In English, is the Magnetic Spiritual School of the Universal Commune. And the founder is Joaquin Trincado. So if anybody out there knows this or follows this, let me know if there's a term that I should be using. Because I've just been saying spiritist. It's not really a spiritist. It's not really a spiritualist. The best way that I could tell you what this is, is to read the second half of the Ferraros. That's basically, they consider themselves a philosophy, not a religion. Okay. Um, and like I said, during that episode, that podcast, when I said, oh my God, like this is all the stuff that I was raised, yeah. you know, understanding. So basically, espiritistas, I'll say it that way, because um, that's how, that's what my mother would say. Um, Spanish, um, is the foundation of the Ferrars. It's the understanding that we're all connected to everything, like every plant, everything has a soul. So all of that stuff is the same as mm -hmm. the Ferrars. There is no real ceremony. So my ceremonies are Wiccan and maybe a bit Santera. My philosophy, my understanding of how everything comes together comes from my father from from this got it if that makes sense yeah that, totally so i was raised with this and a bit of santeria um ceremony okay because i would be with my grandmother my great-grandmother um my mother kind of left that whole because santeria really is tied in in a lot of ways to catholicism my mother was very yes. catholic my father never was so my mother kind of saw my father's way of thinking. So when I was raised, I wasn't raised with anything except this. And I was always told as a child, this is a philosophy. This is not a religion. Um, but, you know, every time I've mentioned something Wiccan to my mother, she was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. But I just do it like this. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, I don't know if that answers the question. No, I think it does. Okay. I Especially because I think that gives a better context to the wholeness of your practice. And mm -hmm. I know we've talked a lot about specifically like incorporating your culture and incorporating your heritage. And that makes sense to have this sort of like these parts that are now becoming sort of, or, you know, recently over years for you becoming a, a special, unique whole. And I think I can't speak Spanish very well, but what you've described sounds very similar to a lot of the sort of philosophical schools that led to the development of Wicca. Like when you read into like, how do I say this word? Theosophy? Okay. Theosophy? Like that's a very similar mm -hmm. sort of concept. So yeah, that totally makes sense to me. You know, one of the things that attracted me to Wicca was that I feel my mother's very good at channeling her energy and just being able to do things. Mm -hmm. And I'm a visual person. I need to physically do things. So for me, Santeria was not a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. It was not something that I was going to follow in. Um, and I knew that from the get-go. There were things of it that I liked, but I wasn't going to follow it. Right. So Wicca for me 
is like the extension of my philosophical upbringing into something that I can manifest. Wicca gives you the tools right. to use the information that you already had. Right. My mother says, you don't need any of these tools to do all this stuff. You should just be able to do it and know it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, good for you. I'm not there. Is your mom like a Pisces? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They just be like that. Yeah. Pisces just have that like... Congratulations to all you Pisces out there with your like perfect connection to spiritual energy and all of that. I'm super jealous. That's like a really great segue for me though, because the next question that I wanted to ask was just, what do you think is the most underrated tool or part of Wicca? So what do you think is the thing that you use the most that you don't hear people talking about? The thing that's underrated. Okay. For me. Yeah. Incense is so important. Yeah. Because what I use is different every single day. What I burn every day, whether I am doing a ceremony, ritual, spell work, mm -hmm. even my daily devotion, I'm not burning the same thing. And my incense does so much from cleansing to charging the air to being an offering to my gods. You know, I, I just can't stress enough how important for me the incense is. And I will buy all different types of incenses for different things. And I think the most fun that I have is the ones just for the holidays where I'm not going to do work. But when I'm doing work, mm -hmm. I need specific incenses. And I feel like you can do so much with just lighting incense. You can meditate in front of it. You can, I mean... I don't know. I charge all my jewelry with my incense in front of my gods. I, I think it's really important also to note you typically, the way you light your incense is on a charcoal. Okay. I have cones, char charcoal mm -hmm. uh, incenses, resins. God, you're like an expert in incense. And I also have self-igniting incense, which I love to death. What is self-igniting incense? So self-igniting incense, you don't need anything. I, I mean... You need to put it in something safe. <laughs> I usually yes. put it in a nice bowl and I mm -hmm. put a little bit of sand and then I scoop it out and then I make I make like a little cone with it. Mm -hmm. But it's nice because you get your hands in it and you kind of feel it. Mm -hmm. So again, you are working with it. Like incense, it's just with the resin too. When you have resin, like get it in your hands, like really, really feel it in your hands. You know, like frankincense resin is... It's a little sticky, but it's a, it's like little rocks. Mm -hmm. You can really feel it. Like do something with the incense before you just light it. I mean, there's so much with incense. I just love it. That's awesome. Yeah. You well, taught me that there were other types of incenses because I was just like, oh, yeah, there's like a stick and you light it on fire and that's where incense comes from. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a shop and you're going to see me go incense crazy. I'm so excited. Because there's one person that I just, I adore and she makes, I think, the best and senses and we're going to be going there and then we're going to be talking about the shop and everything i am super excited about yeah. that we won't tell anymore because we don't want to spoil it yeah um so my next question is what is your ideal witch community and i mean that in the sense of what would you what would your dream community be on a large scale so like new york community even you know united states or global community what is your ideal and goal for wicca in the public eye. Oh. Um, like goals. If everything I mean, is perfect. So if everything is perfect, I feel like 
we need to be mainstream. And even though I love my little witchy stores that are dark, there's also something to be said for a store like House Witch. Yeah. In Salem, where you walk in and everybody just looks like it could be any kind of boutique. Yeah. But they've got kids and they've got spells and they've got whatever. Um, It would be nice to have, you know, I'm going to Target. I'm also going to go to this store and I'm going to get stuff. But not in a jokey way, not in a Halloween-y way. And, you know, this is a real thing. And, you know, we've griped about it, you know. Oh, can you do a spell for me? Like, it'd be nice if people were just like, oh, you know what? Happy Saruman. Like, yeah. I hope you had a nice, you know, remembrance for your, like, like, um, your ancestors. Like a Hallmark card, but for oh my God. <laughs> the holidays. And no, but seriously, like, you know, we, we know what Rosh Hashanah is. Yeah. We know all these different things. It would just be nice if people, I'm not saying every single Sabbath, but yeah, there are four greater Sabbaths. Like, have them on a calendar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I would just like it to be normalized. Okay. I, I just don't know if it's going to happen because, again, there are so many different types of witches. What gives Wicca the right to be the one to come out? That is a great question. Do you know what I mean? Why is Wicca the one that has to lead this? And, you know, what Wicca are we talking about? Eclectic Wicca? Or are we going back to the old ways where everybody has to be... You know, so it's 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 never going. I shouldn't say never. There's so much that could happen, but um, ideally, it would be nice if Wiccans were recognized because they worship certain gods, they have certain philosophies, and we can just agree to disagree on other things. But I don't know. That's like such a lovely positive message. I like when Scorpius says nice things. I like when she's being nice. Well, it's Scorpio season. I'm so afraid. Yeah. You can't get, get cranky now. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Someone's going to cut her off in traffic and she's going to be like, it's Scorpio season. You can't do this to me. <laughs> um, so you talked a little bit at the beginning about how much you love Samhain. What is your favorite holiday? Is it Samhain? And if it is, what is your favorite part of your favorite holiday? Okay, so, yeah, it's Samhain. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it always Yeah, don't been. lie to us. Yeah, no. Um, it's always been. Um, my favorite part is the divination. This is the only time when the divination, for me, I do ask questions of specific people. I try mm-hmm. to, I, I'm, I'm not a medium, so I'm not going to channel anybody, but I do try to feel my family. Um, the women in my family, I feel... I mean, I guess I'm kind of joking. I kind of feel like I let them down. I don't feel like I'm oh, as no. strong as the women that came before me um, or know as much as the women who came before me. But I always feel like they're there. So this is my time to say, hey, not in a, I need something mm-hmm. or whatever. Just like, hey, miss you, love you, thank you. Um, so it's that kind of thing that I like to do. And it's one of the things that, as a solitary, I'm so glad that I get to do that by myself. Like, yeah. I don't need to have, you know, obviously we're getting together. We're going to do our own little thing. But it's not like I have to wait for yeah. the coven's ritual to. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, once, you know, and that I'll do on Halloween. And then when we get together, it's just, you know, it's whatever we do yeah. as a coven. And I already have little treats that I already put on Instagram. So excited. I know people are getting excited because. I want it. I like it. I want it so bad. Yeah. Um, who is your biggest influence that isn't the Farrars or your mom? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> oh, 
I was very specific in my wording of this question. You cannot choose the Ferraris or your mother. Okay, my biggest influence in Wicca. God. Well, you know it's not Gerald Gardner. Okay, so I guess I would say my biggest influence in Wicca specifically would be Raymond Buckland and his books. I think that as a solitary witch, when I finally went, I'm Wiccan. Now what do I do? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Where do I go from here? And I I started talking to people. Everybody pointed to Buckland back then. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the big book of witchcraft. Wow, I can't speak. The big (laughs) book of witchcraft um, that we talked about already. Or the complete book of witchcraft. I don't even know the name. Yes, the complete. Big Blue. Yeah, Big Blue. Um, That was the thing that I said, I have to just digest everything this man has written. I have to know more because I liked his style. And I think it influenced how I picked my name, how I did. I do a lot of my ritual. I think can still be, you know, pointed back. You can still point back and go, okay, that came from Buckland for sure. More than Cunningham, even though I did read... um, witchcraft for the solitary practitioner around the same time it it, it just kind of confirmed a lot of things for me yeah. where i went uh-huh uh-huh okay okay but i still went back to buckland so i would say he's the one who kind of shaped what my wicca in the beginning what it looked yeah. like the reason i ask this is because you know we've heard sort of how the ferrars have given you so much yeah. and how we've heard a little bit about how your mother has influenced and i think that it's important that we, especially on this podcast, are also discussing things like, you know, Buckland gave you the tools. The yeah. Ferraris confirmed your philosophy. Your mother gave you sort of the intuition and the understanding. This is the influence that gave you... Wicca. Wicca. Yeah. So that's yeah, super cool. I love yeah. Buckland. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, come on. I've chosen most of the... I mean... You've chosen all of the all books. All of the books, I, yeah. I just put the names in order. Yeah. That was my only job. Your job that's is true. to pick the books. Yeah, so... You're the Wiccan. Yeah. <laughs> What piece of advice would you give to a witch that's just starting out or to yourself when you were just starting out? Oh, my God. Um, Go easy on yourself. Don't expect to get everything the first time, but be really happy if you do get something the first time. Like, in other words, it doesn't have to be tons and tons of work, but be ready for most of it to be tons and tons of work. There's going to be some things that you're really good at. And right off the bat and go for that and be happy with that. But don't beat yourself up if you still don't know the names of all the herbs or you're still having difficulty because this is your second year trying to read Tarot and you still are like, okay, I still don't know what, mm-hmm. you know, the magician means. Like you have to let yourself off the hook and enjoy it. So I would say don't listen to a lot of people. <laughs> Just snaps for that. Um, but you know, try to find people you trust. And you said this in another podcast. Even if those people you trust is Buckland and Cunningham and Starhawk and find people that resonate that mm-hmm. you know are true people in the craft. Because I think there's too many people out there trying to make a buck. Yeah. So go to people who are tried and true and figure yourself out. And, and go easy on yourself. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the ride. I love that. Um, ooh, I love this question. I forgot. Um, I wrote these questions and then I closed my notebook and then I walked away from them. And so I'm kind of re-seeing them for the oh, first okay. time. So I was okay. like, oh, I'm so happy I wrote this down. Okay. 
Um, can you describe a little bit about working with an animal familiar? How many have you had? Um, one. Just the one. How does it, how does it work for you? Okay. Well, I think this would be a great podcast on its own. Like how to get a familiar. So briefly describe. So, because I think that it's, okay, there's so many different ways to mm-hmm. have a familiar. I always wanted a familiar, but I didn't want to go into the work of getting a familiar, mm-hmm. of calling down a familiar, of housing a familiar, of taking care of this familiar. And with my dog, it was just very funny because my mother said to me, she goes, it's like he's you in dog form. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm him in human form, Aww. right? But we have so many similarities. And one day I was doing something. I don't know if it was, I was doing a casting a circle because it happened when I cast a circle too. So I don't know if that happened first or if the cards came first. And I was like, okay, the cards. And he just put his hand or his paw down on one of the cards. And I was like, yeah. And I just started talking to him. Then I'm like, get out of here. Why are you even touching this? Right? Not even thinking. Mm-hmm. And then I did a circle and he came in and he laid down in front of the statues of my God and goddess. And he never lies there. That's mm-hmm. not where he goes. And I went, whoa, what is going on? And he was tiny. And I just looked at him. We were in the circle. I had already cast a circle and I looked at him and I didn't open my mouth. I just said, John, go come here in my mind. Mm-hmm. And he walked over and I went, well, aren't you and I connected? And from then, I just tried working with him, like just like talking to him on that level and kind of I'll meditate with him on me. Mm-hmm. I will try to like get us a little bit closer. But there's a lot that goes on with a familiar. And some, and I, I talk to people and they're like, that's not unusual that you're familiar with there, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more to it than, than that. But that's generally, so how do I, I don't actually use him. I feel like he comes to me usually when I... I don't even think that I need him, mm-hmm. but he'll come over and I'm like, yeah. But anytime that I do something and he comes in, I'm like, come over here then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, and yeah, I mostly like it when he comes in and he lies down inside the circle by my gods. I'm like, this is a great day. Yeah. I just feel like we're really in tune here. And some days he wants nothing to do with what I'm working on. But I think you've even noticed in the podcast, yeah. he comes in and out during certain things we're saying. And yeah. when we're done, he leaves. How does he know? Because he knows. He's just there kind of to give me support. He's adorable. Thank I'm you. I'm obsessed with him. I know. I don't know what's going to happen when he goes. Don't, I don't want to think about Don't it. even speak it into existence. I know. <laughs> um, what is your favorite mainstream witch stuff? Like media, merch, etc. What is your favorite, like, everybody's into this witch, witch stuff? Okay, when you say mainstream, what do you mean? Like jewelry or? Could be jewelry. It could be a TV show. Like, oh, okay. So. Mainstream, I mean, like, what are, what do we call them? Cowans. Yes, Cowans. Things that the Cowans like. Oh, things the Cowans like. I like the beginning of Charmed. Up until Prue dies, and then yeah, I don't watch. Yeah, Prue dies. I could care less. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I do like Hocus Pocus. I love Ben Midler, so anything you, she's in. Yeah, you can't dislike so, her. like, you know, when people talk about Hocus Pocus, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go watch Hocus Pocus. Um, I love that. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, The Love Witch. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, you've got to see this, because first of all, I don't know anything about the people who put it together, but they were definitely Wiccan, because they know some stuff, mm-hmm. and then, of course, they add in some other things, and some people are sky-clad, they're not. It's supposed to look like a movie from the 1970s, so it's got that feel, that like, like technical. I just assumed feel. it was from no, the 1970s. No, 
was like three years old, I want to say. Oh my God. Yeah. They oh did a God, really good it. job just they from looking at the job. pictures. So I love stuff like that. I love when people are into things like that. I love when people wear like witches hats on Halloween. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, I'm a witch. And I'm like, so am I. And they're just like, hee hee hee. And it's like, yeah. Good we just had a moment, but you don't know we had a moment. No. Yeah. No. So I, I love stuff like that. I don't know. I mean, I was thinking of like jewelry too, but I don't know if, if yeah, non-witches. I love blood milk. Yeah. I think blood milk is... You do love blood I milk. I do. It's, it's divine. I, I rarely leave the house. Actually, I never leave the house without... I'm actually wearing two pieces today. Yeah. But one I wear with my engagement ring and one is a mini, but I never leave the house without something of blood milk on me. So, you know, I love it. And I love when... Um, there's so many people, though. And, and I love when mainstream people kind of, like, get into it. Is that what you mean? Like, they get into yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, burial ground... Yeah. Bill Crisafi, I see tons of people like wanting to buy his stuff. Like I just love stuff like that, you know. Images of witches like everywhere and people are just like, Oh, this is super cool. And I'm like, Yeah, it is super cool. You're also supporting this other thing. So yeah. I just I love stuff like that. But yeah, I'm trying to think of this anything else that I Oh, Sabrina. I was waiting for you to say it. How do I forget Sabrina? <laughs> I loved Sabrina when I was a kid because my mother was into Archie's. So I read Sabrina, then the chilling adventures of Sabrina. I'm going to dress as Sabrina for Halloween this year. I've literally just been sitting here listening to you being like, you're literally dressing as Sabrina for Halloween. How is this not on the I list? I don't know. I guess because I'm trying to think of like deep answers. No, Sabrina, I adore. Um, so, and the other thing that I love, I love dressing as a witch for Halloween because people usually don't really pick up on why I'm dressing mm-hmm. for as a witch. So I usually try to find different witches in in popular culture to dress yeah. as so that I can just be like, oh, look, like this year I'm Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the witch that you'd most like to interview? Janet Farrar. <laughs> can I say that? <laughs> yes, of course you can. I don't know if you're going to be like, well, you can't choose. No, you can choose whoever you want. You're some dead, alive, oh, in dead. the future. Well, dead, I want to interview Raymond Buckland, who's mm-hmm. dead. Um, but who's alive? Janet Farrar. I'm not surprised by that at all. Without a doubt. Yeah. I want to interview her i want to hug her <laughs> you just want her to know that you're you're there yeah i want to lock it of her hair to have forever. oh okay <laughs> now she's like well i was gonna say it's yes, but so no, scorpio no. season when no, you say shit like kidding. i want to lock it of her hair <laughs> <laughs> no i i just want to stalk her um yeah that's who i would most love to interview but um Witch I want to talk to a bunch of witches, and you know yeah. that. Yeah. No, I know. You're very ready for interviewing. Yeah. I just want to talk to a lot of different people, but yeah, that would be my dream. Best and worst part of doing the podcast? <laughs> the worst part is waiting to have to do it again. Okay. Um, that's one. There's many. Uh, <laughs> two. Getting the text from you going, okay, I'm not ready. What are we doing? What am I supposed to do? And it's going, oh. This is not going how I want it. Like, I'll get so excited and I'll tell you, okay, we're reading this book. And then I start making notes and then I'm like, hey, and you go, oh, I haven't started. It's yet. like three days before the podcast. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't read it yet. And I just want to strangle you. Like, you <laughs> so that's kind of hard. What is my favorite part? Um, I love, I love talking about this stuff. Um, I love going back and looking at everything that I've read. In a way, in a completely different way, because I'm a different witch now than I was mm-hmm. then. Gardner, I haven't touched since I was in college. So, you know. Yeah. Um, which is actually saying a lot, because, you know, I went to college when I was 16. Yeah, you were a baby. Yeah, so I, I want to say I was like 17. So when people were still in high school, I was already getting 
into Wicca proper. Yeah. But yeah, but that was college for me. Um, I love being able to look at this material again, get a different take on it. Um, I feel that, and I said this to you off the podcast, I feel that a lot of ways, like it reinforces what I already know. Like, yeah. you know, like you don't think about going back. You're just kind of like always moving forward. And I think it's kind of nice to go back and look at these texts again. Um, and I love talking to you. Like we, you know, one of the reasons that we did this was because these are the conversations we had yeah. anyway. It's not like about the books anyway. Yeah. Because I'm done trying to explain to you what anything is anymore. She done. says as if it's not going to be. It's. I'm not explaining anything after this I'm, year. The problem is, is I'm going to, it's going to be like a. No. Like a real, like on the sly thing. We'll, no. we'll be talking and I'll be just like, oh, hey, by the way, what's this? And you're going to be like answered. And then after you answer it, you're going to realize, oh, shit, I freaking answered her nope. again. No, gonna happen. I didn't do it today, did I? You said the opposite, and I said maybe. So I'm not You're supposed you. to tell me if I'm right or not. No. That's not even answering. You just no. nod or, or don't nod. I'm not doing anything. Am I wrong? I don't know. You're interviewing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other best part, like about the podcast when you tell me I'm the worst. You are truly it, but, the worst. But this is fun. Yeah. This is also the thirteenth question. Wow. So this is it. We're That's it. we're done. We're done. Um, what do you think is the reason? That a Scorpio and a Gemini have been so successful in this endeavor. You know what? I don't even think it comes down to Scorpio and Gemini. I think it comes down to we're academic witches. We love to talk. We had a good foundation of respect. Sometimes I cross the line. A little bit. And I get, you know, but that's just me. That's the Scorpio in me. That's the But for the most part, I think that we are open to listening to each other. We, we were coming at this, even though we're both passionate about what we do, we are coming at this from a good place. I don't know how else to say it. Like, I think it would be hard because we're... I think it would be hard for anybody, forget Gemini Scorpio, mm-hmm. to be Hellenic and Wiccan and saying we're going to find middle ground. And I think that we've done a really good job with it, but I think it's because we love this. Yeah. We love what we do. We're, we really love being able to share it with people that the Gemini, the Gemini-ness and the Scorpio-ness kind of like, we kind of deal with it mm-hmm. because it, there's, a, there's a greater thing to do. I don't know. What do you think? I love that. Yeah. No, that sounded great. Yeah. It helps that I never shut up, and it helps that you're a Scorpio, so you love to look into all, like, the deep nooks and crannies of things and, like, transform stuff. But, yeah, I think that's spot on because I I do think that, like, the prime mode of operation for us is being nerdy academic witches before anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything – if you showed me a book that, I don't know, said horrible things – about, I hate to say, the Ferrars. No, but, but about anything, <laughs> yeah. even Buckland or whatever. I wouldn't go, how could you show this to me? I'm wicked. I'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Who wrote this? What happened? Okay. Is there something else to back it up? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think that we're that open about our religious practice that we can say, okay, what else is happening? You know, yeah. how is this shifting? And like you said, if that's where we're coming from, then it's going to work no matter what sign we are. I love that. We hope. I feel so, like, heartwarmed by that. I know. This was, like, I feel like my heart grew three sizes today. But this was, like, much nicer. Yeah, you were mean to me. What do you mean I was mean to you? Your questions were, like, 
here's a question and here's a question and here's a question. And I'm like, tell me all about your feelings. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but this was, yeah, this was nice. But I, you know, I'm sorry. It's Scorpio season and yeah. I'm really excited and everyone's celebrating with me because everyone's have doing to. all this fun stuff. There's literally no choice. None season. of us get a choice. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Sometimes yeah. you're crazy. But, <laughs> but I think it's like aspirational to be like the kind of person it's like this is this is it this is who i am this is what i think this is what you get yeah like i would never tell you not to do that i just think you know what they say in spanish um la vida dos días you know life is two days like life is short so you know i i'm not gonna hold back i'm not gonna say something rude if it's gonna really hurt your feelings or if i think it's i mean i can yeah. hurt your feelings not knowing but I'm just saying I don't, like, try to attack people. Yeah. But, like, no, why am I going to lie? Like, what, all that extra energy. Like, listen, if we don't get along, we don't get along. We're not going to be great friends. Next, go find a friend somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat stuff, you know? I. No, I, I like it. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. As long as you're nice to me. That's really all I care about. <laughs> when am I ever really not nice to you? Oh! I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I feel like I want to leave room there just in case. Yeah, I'm sure they'll come. <laughs> oh, you'll be so happy with TC when we get together with everybody. I'm so excited. And the treats. I'm oh just, my God, yeah, I'm so I'm excited. Really happy. Well, this is Scorpio season. <sighs> the best. The... Just enjoy it, everybody. Just enjoy how wonderful it is. <laughs> Bask in it. Bask in the love that is Scorpio season. Or suffer through it if you're, you know. We're not that bad. No, but, you know, some people just are not about Scorpio season. Yeah, say that to which space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, like, 80 Scorpios. <laughs> our book for the full moon is... Why do you say it like that? Like, I sure? yes. fully forgot whether or not a witch in time is full moon or new moon. <laughs> oh, it's full moon, yeah. So our book for the full moon is Starhawk. Yeah. Which is super interesting. Mm. Don't worry, I haven't started reading it yet. I know. Um, I already have all my notes. Of course you do. Scorpio's fully prepared. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get there eventually. Yeah, that'll be our next. And then we really only have, hey, wait a minute. Crap. (laughs) Yule. We have like two more episodes after Star No, I mean, you have one more for your year and a day. I mean, I really let you off the hook for Samhain, mostly because you were going to be writing questions for you. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm going to let you talk about Samhain. No, I'm going to talk about Samhain. Um, But Yule. Yeah. Oh, no, you're about to give me an assignment. Yeah. Okay. Oh, crap. I'm going to take notes. So, little Gemini. Uh-huh. Tell me all about Yule. You're going to tell me all yeah. about it. Tell you all about Yule. Okay. And why don't you make something that, and this is going to be easy. Uh-huh. Okay. Make something that's very witchy, very Wicca. But you know what? You could hang it up in your house if you were going to celebrate Christmas. Okay. Make a secret... Wicca. No, not even. Okay. You could, I can think of several things that make you could make. Obvious Wicca holiday. No, I don't mean obvious Wicca. <laughs> Something that honestly can go for Christmas, but is really Wiccan. Like if you took it to your parents' house, they would have no idea. They would think you just brought over a Christmas decoration. Okay. That's what I mean. Make a Yule Miss decoration. There you go. But I mean, tell me why you made this thing, you know? And why. And that's it. That means you'll be done with your year in a day life. And then we will have a lovely conversation, a nice recap to yeah. discuss yeah. how it went, how, how I feel about it, how you feel about it. 
Yeah. Maybe how the listeners feel about it if they yeah. want to shoot us a message. Yeah, definitely. Tell us what you think about, you know, Gemini's year-in-a-day light. Oh, man. Because she's never going to be Wiccan. But I think I think it's nice. Hey, I'm hoping to learn some more stuff about Hellenismos. Oh, you today. will. Yeah. I'm very ready. <laughs> I think this will be a lot of fun. I think it's great to learn about other people's practices, yeah. you know? And everything that I've done with you has never been anything to have you cross the line to something you'd be uncomfortable with because yeah. it's not your religion. You know, it's always been more like academic, learn about this kind of thing, yeah. you know, not, not you know, okay, now you have to pick a, a goddess and a god and you have to have a name and, you know, I would yeah. never do that because, I mean, let's face it, you're not going to be Wiccan, so it's, yeah. but yeah. This has been wonderful. Yes, this is a super you. fun episode. Oh, thank you. I had so much fun with this. And of course, thank you so much to Sean McShane yes. for our amazing Always. intro and outro music. Yep. And thank you so much to you guys for listening to us. And for commenting. So many people are just sending us messages on Instagram. And I'm loving everybody. It makes me so happy. And so many people that are on this journey now. And, you know, I, I write to people. And I'm like, you know, please keep us posted. And I mean it. Like, keep us posted. Yeah, we really stuff. do want to know about your lives. Yeah. One, I'm super nosy, but two. Okay, I just meant about, like, you know. Yeah, no, but, like, like tell yeah, us tell us everything. Okay, well, tell Gemini everything. <laughs> if you're going to tell Gemini everything about your life, just title it, This Is For Gemini. And if you want me to read it, just, you know, don't put that. Just in make it regular. Yeah, that'll be good. Thank you again so much for listening to us. And remember, if you're following the moons. You're following us. <laughs>